So far, so good. Can't complain. Can't complain. All right. <laughs> That's wonderful. Uh, I'll give you the opportunity to introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, a little bit of your background, uh, as well as where people can reach you. Sure. My name is Nigel McKnight. Uh, my background, um, I'm pretty much a serial entrepreneur, businessman, author, writer, podcaster, YouTuber. And I just now joined Twitch. Um, as far as education-wise, I have my bachelor's in accounting computer programming. I have also studied state and federal law for over 20 years, um, political science. Um, other than that, um, I have my own clothing brand, Rockerware. And my website is repercussionsapparel.com. Um, pretty much, um, I like to discuss topics in a manosphere of repair community. I like to shed light on the, how can I say, the issues that we have with uh, men being emasculated, uh, men having to deal with role reversals, modern women, modern women behavior, and things like that. That's pretty much the things that I like to discuss as far as. Uh, my podcast and my topics, which is Sigma Male Styles. All right, that's wonderful, wonderful. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, and it, I'm surprised and also glad to hear about the. Uh, you said you studied law as well. Yes. Yes. Okay, that's very, that's very well. A man of all trades, I see. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Got to stay busy, man. Gotta stay Got busy. you. And as for the, you mentioned a clothing brand, correct? Yes. All right. Do you have, what's your current product right now? What's, oh, I have uh, everything from children's clothing to adult clothing, um, electronics, uh, podcasting equipment, drones, uh, sneakers, cleats. I have a variety of uh, merchandise on my website. It's, it's, gotcha. it's, it's a variety of, it's everything. It's like a one-stop shop. All right, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Uh, I'm definitely gonna check out that website actually. So don't worry, I'll be there. <laughs> thank you, thank you. No problem. Yeah, appreciate it. All right, so thank you for joining us. Uh, this is another episode of the Black Men Experience, and today we're talking about what makes a woman the right woman in terms of settling down, marriage, or just uh, long-term relationships. You know, till death was a part and all that jazz now the reason i wanted to have this discussion was because from my experience and from a lot of the emails i tend to get from a lot of people they have a hard time finding what makes the woman the right woman they meet a girl they like her they think it might be the one and then eventually problems arise where things just go haywire completely and and unfortunately that happens too many times so the things we're going to talk about is i sent you the list earlier different topics yes um yes so the things we're going to talk about is first how important is her ambition uh how important is her beauty how does she stand out and why modern women want traditional men while not necessarily being traditional themselves uh, should couples go 50-50? What makes a man disqualify a woman? And is a good feminist marriageable? Now, we may, depending on our discussion, if there are different questions that may come up based on what we're talking about, we may also include those as well. Sure. 
All right, so let's start from the beginning. So, in your opinion, what makes a woman the right woman? In a, as briefly as you can, if possible. Sure, sure. For me, what makes a right woman for me is a woman that's cooperative, submissive, nurturing, friendly, um, fit, attractive, childless for me in my position. A woman that knows how to be interdependent with a man, that know how to live with a man, that know how to fulfill her man's ego. Mm-hmm. All right, that sounds uh, sounds wonderful. And I'm assuming because this is a interdependent, well, it will be an interdependent relationship. There'll be it'll be reciprocal, right? So right. from that right. stance, what would you be offering her? Uh, security financially, whereas she can rest and relax in her femininity. Um, typically, the woman that I would deal with, well, she will be like. How can I say self-sufficient? She won't necessarily need to depend on me for anything, but she would do so because that's what my program will allow her to fit within. So if I say, hey, I make enough money, you don't have to work, this is what I need you to do, this, that, and the third. You know, we submit to each other's needs and no wants, and we live a comfortable life. Because I wouldn't marry for happiness or love. I would marry for intent and the results of the outcomes that I want within life. So it'll be different for me. Got you, got you. So you have no intention of prioritizing marriage and uh, prioritizing love. So you're going there for the outcome specifically. Yes. All right. So you're going to you're looking at it more as a a business deal or contract rather than an emotional filled um, experience. More more of a fulfilling part, though, like far as cooperation, um, understanding, communication, those type of things. Because love pretty much is somewhat coexisting within a marriage and a relationship, but that depends on if that person have love for themselves, you know, self-love within themselves mm-hmm. to be able to reciprocate that. So for me, it's like once you attract who you are, there will be a mutual understanding like, hey, yeah, we may grow to love each other, but then again, we may disagree, we may not like each other because we are different. And by me being a man, my, my you know, actions will be different from my, my wife. She's feminine may be more emotional where i may be more logic and understanding and you know vice versa okay that's very understandable definitely definitely and just a little bit of my take on that personally i find i consider what the best woman uh what makes a woman right for me specifically is that she is cooperative um and I have to find her attractive. The reason I say these two specifically is because oftentimes I can work with everything else, right? I don't expect someone perfect. I've met women who come from two-parent household who were well-mannered and they learned the basics, right, of what they needed. I've also met women who come from two-parent household who were rebellious and they didn't follow the guidebook so to speak that their parents gave them their parents who are married and still in a loving relationship i've also met women in single parent households who were cooperative and vice versa so for me cooperative is the very big one and then after that is attractiveness it's if i have these two i can pretty much work on everything else i don't need perfection i don't need someone to uh, always 
how do I say this? Come ready, so to speak, right? right. I'm willing to work. However, this is a privilege I intentionally only give to younger women, not necessarily older women. Because exactly. being a man, we're attracted to younger women. So I understand that a young woman is a lot of things she may not know. So I'm willing to work on a lot of different things. I I myself know myself enough to understand that I have less patience for an older woman making the mistakes that a young woman will make. And oftentimes I won't even bother trying to teach her how to be a woman at that point because this is something she should have already learned, right? Exactly. Right. So that those are the two for me. Now, oftentimes I see, moving on to the second question oftentimes that i see is uh what first do you want to add anything before we move on to the next one? Oh well no no um yeah, i would say something briefly the reason why um i wouldn't marry for the love portion is because i understand a woman's nature 100 hmm. percent. can you elaborate a little bit on that yes um women are more likely to cheat whether it's emotional sexual mental whether she's mentally stimulated by a man, you know, things like that of that nature. For example, a woman can understand that a man is running or operating multiple businesses. She would say, okay, I understand what this is. So I know you're not gonna be around just that and the third, but eventually, specifically women that deal with social media accounts, it's easier for them to be entertained by other men due to their boredom. And they wanted that portion of attention to be fulfilled by that man or other men. So when you get into that context, because women will monkey wrench, you know, they will put men in a friend zone to fulfill that desire when she can't get it from her man. Not all women are like that, but it's a strong probability. So, I mean, if love was the case, if she understood that by being cooperative and saying, you know, submitting to it, like, listen, I'm not going to be here. She says, okay, it is what it is. Then, you know, everything could be cool, but it's a high probability these days that something like that would transpire. Mm-hmm. Got you, got you. And I would, regarding the love aspect, I would actually agree with that in the sense that right. from my, from the way I was raised, my values, because I'm African, so what a lot of people come to the red pill and manosphere in terms of the West, Western nations, in Africa, that's just common sense. <laughs> so that's how it is down there. But I understand, because as young kids in Africa, you're taught not only how to, I like to operate in terms of relationship, but you're also taught the biological reasons to why people do things the drives the inherent biological drives we have as animals to why we do things and some of those things that you mentioned fall into that category so but before i get to that the love aspect we are taught and we're raised with the knowledge that love um is composed of two things you know there's the emotion and then there's the action right right but in terms of the emotion you're going to lose that as you're as you spend time with your partner, it comes and goes. Right. And as it should, because it's an emotion. No emotion is constant. And the emotion of love is a, something you're going to gain and you're going to lose, you're going to gain again. And that's why love can never be the foundation of a relationship. Because when it leaves, you're going to need a foundation that's going to hold the two of you together to make it rock solid so you can work on getting that love back, work on the relationship problems the foundation of the relationship has to be something that can 
tie you two together when the love is gone. Unfortunately, a lot what I tend to see is a lot of people go into a relationship with love as the foundation. So when the love is gone, even if it's a problem that you normally could solve within a few uh, weeks or a few months, they break up. They say, say things like, I'm not in love with you anymore, right? And they just end it no matter how many years they spent together. And that's very unfortunate because love cannot be the foundation of a relationship. That foundation ought, uh, usually comes from a mutual goal as in the end goal, you have the same end goal in mind. So even no matter how you may feel about the person, you fundamentally understand that they're working towards the same end goal as you. So it's just best that you manage to make this work and get to that end goal, be it raising a family, having kids, making a business, whatever it is. So that's how we are taught in terms of progressing in a relationship. Right. And that's what, uh, go ahead. Yeah, because I'm Gabonese and Ghanaian, so I know exactly what you're saying. I'm African. <laughs> yeah, we just yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's normal. That's common sense for us, like you said, compared to the Western civilization. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It definitely is. Um, another aspect, I would say a lot of the things you mentioned that a lot of women tend to monkey branch. Because uh, remember, like I said, we're taught about biological reasons why we tend to do things. And it all comes down to mating strategies, right? Uh, Women have developed, just as men, they have developed many strategies that allow them to get the best possible outcomes for what they want. Right. There's the first right. one, which is marry the love of your life, the man who's going to protect, provide, and be there for you. When that doesn't work out, they tend to go into the next one, which is the catchphrase is alpha seeds, beta needs, you know? Right. Yeah. You have a child from the physically superior man and then get the emotionally competent and stable man to raise the kid right right getting the best of both worlds and some of the things that tend to happen is a lot of women are practice hypergamy they practice solipsism and they also practice um brief faults law now these things men practice some of except hypergamy that's the one where a lot of men men are incapable of practicing we, right. It's biologically impossible for us to practice. So hypergamy is the desire to date and marry across and up, never down, never which down. is why a lot of women hate. Don't find it appealing to date men who make less than them, right? They want someone under level or higher. They find it unappealing. There's solipsism, which is that her feelings become her reality. You know, that's what it is. When people feel that their feelings are what's real so you can this one a lot of men do too that's when you you ever had an experience where you say something to someone and they hear something else and then they go based on how what they heard made them feel but not what you said exactly yeah, yeah that's definitely it happens especially within a relationship where there i have had a lot of men tell me that they don't like the part where their woman does something and it makes them upset so they express how upset they are at what their woman did and she gets upset with him for being upset about what she did right right and that's uh happens a lot and there's also uh bifurcate law which is no value no relationship in other words a woman will only love you based on how she feels about you however for her to feel something about you you actually have to bring value if she if it's emotional uh let me give an example hey, whether it's 
emotional, physical, sexual, spiritual, whatever it is, she has to be gaining something from you for her to attach emotions to you. This doesn't make her a bad person at all. It's just the way they are. The Bifurx law, right? Which is why you can have a an amazing yeah, people in a long-term relationship, amazing. Uh, the man loses his job, for example. She's going to give him time, but eventually if he doesn't get his job back or he gets another job and continue that lifestyle and that quality of life, she's going to leave. Right. right right if he right. decides to prioritize the job over her feelings she feels neglected eventually she'll give him time but eventually she'll leave in other words no value no matter what it is no value no relationship right uh, so those are the basics but i definitely understand what you were saying now moving on to the question i wanted to say uh a lot of women tend to say when they come to the that what they bring to the table is their money, their careers, their ambition. So my question to you is, how important is a woman's ambition in terms of a relationship? First to you personally, and then to men as a whole from the best of your knowledge. Okay, yeah, that's no problem. For me, a woman and a woman's ambition is very, very important. That would come like third on the list for as a priority within the woman fire as how I would see value within her. For example, if a woman is too busy being depressed or stressed out or anything like that, she's less likely to have any ambition. She's not going to have the energy to focus in or the desire. However, a woman that's ambitious, she could perform, I mean, excuse me, she could fulfill and be very inspirational to that husband, boyfriend, or whatever the case is. You know, she can actually give from that push. A woman that's ambitious can actually have, uh, how can I, she, a man can actually uh, be able to do the things that he needs to do. He don't have to like look after her or he doesn't have to like put in extra work to make sure she's okay because a woman that's ambitious, she's actually um, more like independent and self-reliant. Uh, Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She's not going to so much like be needy or not going to be too much fussy and, and, and draining the relationship because she's lacking something. An ambitious okay. woman to me is a is a very credible one. Got you, got you. So just so I make sure I understand what you're trying to say, uh, are you saying that the reason her ambitious is necessary or it's very important is because it allows her to do something with her time without asking too much of your time. Yes. And also she will also, she will have the desire to do more for not only herself, but for the relationship and marriage. Cause if a woman lacks ambition, she's like, suppose like a woman is a bad communicator, for example. Right. And she doesn't want to actually adhere to the conversation. Like what you were saying, like she does something but then he stressed how it makes him mad, but then she gets mad at him for getting mad at her. But a woman in that to that degree, though, she can look at her mistakes and she's willing to accept the accountability, though, that she had done something to actually make him upset and she will actually improve in that area. But her ambition will only allow her to do that. Some women will give up. <laughs> like, you know what, forget this, I'm, I'm out of here, it's too much work. Some women don't want to work, they lack the desire to do so. Mm-hmm. They lack ambition, they lack desire. Mm-hmm. Got you, got you. I completely understand what you're saying. And I will say that I do agree. A woman's ambition is very, very important. Now, what I do want to stress is what I tend to see is men and women 
have different things that come to mind when we talk about a woman's ambition, right? right. So when men talk about a woman's ambition, we just want her to be passionate about something, right? Right. But right. when women think about a woman's ambition, they think about her making her own money, which right. is very, very different. We want her to be occupied with her time while they think about money. So oftentimes what I tend to see is women will use the their careers under the umbrella of ambition and say, I'm ambitious because I have a career. While to the man, let me take my case, for example, I've been in relationships, I've been on dates, right? I've been in dates with lawyers or aspiring to be or aspired lawyers who will often tell me about how what they're what they want to do in their lives right how they're what? starting to be lawyers or there are lawyers and they express to me how that ambition is very important for them because they're making their own money what i found attractive was her passion for what she wants to do but i didn't actually care about the dollar amount she was making if she was passionate about flipping burgers and making 14 dollars an hour i would be content with that but what I, I tend to see from my perspective is that because women are inherently attracted to a man who makes a certain, who brings certain levels of resources, they attribute their desire in a man to what a man will desire in them. In other words, they think that just because they find it attractive in a man, a man is going to find it attractive in them. Right. Men are okay with a woman being passionate about something that brings her no money. Women are not okay with a man being passionate about something that does not bring him money, right? Right. She might, st for example, let's use a popular one in uh, the black community right now, a rap career, right? A woman will stay out, will stay with you through your early phase of your rap career, but then she's gonna get tired because you're not making any money. That rap, that rap career is no longer enough, right? Right. And I tend to see that. So that's my perspective on ambition specifically. I love it when a woman is passionate about something anything i don't care it occupies as your time and gives me personally enough time to do the things i need to set the family structure to manage everything and if you're experiencing this i will ask for your help on things i may not necessarily be the best fit for right, right. but completely different if as you mentioned if she has nothing to do with her time because the good thing about ambition is that it allows that drive she has is going to be a motivator in terms of bettering herself. But without that, oftentimes they do give up more easily in relationships when things become difficult, right? right. As all relationships are. So that's what I want to say about my perspective on ambition specifically. It's about the passion for the thing, not necessarily how much money it makes her. What do you think about that? I agree. I agree her hard. I mean, that's as a man, that's how I see it. Mm -hmm. And I see that that's just how it goes with them as far as ambition is money. I mean, we see it with the degrees, the businesses, the hot girl summers, the boss checks, it's everywhere. But that mm -hmm. still doesn't make them any more valuable. Us men, we don't care about that. You can't use your degree unless you have a degree in the business or the field that we are in. And mm -hmm. other than that, I mean, it's just accumulated debt. You marry her and she got $100,000 of student loan with that, then what? I mean, it's a, it's a I've, I've, I've had that problem so many times to the point I don't actually one of the very few things I do is I don't take my um, 
dating a woman seriously until we have a difficult conversation. And two of those topics tend to be her student loan debt and her credit score. I very much care about that. Because the last thing I want is a woman's going to go out there, right? She's going to work, uh, take out the student loan. She wants to be a lawyer, a doctor, whatever it is. And then she works for a few years. She decides, you know what? I want, or if she doesn't even work at all, she decides I want to marry, marry a man who makes as much as me or more so I can relax and be a stay-at-home wife. So, I mean, you're coming to me. You're telling me right. you went out there to accumulate that debt and you're not even using it and I got to pay it off? Right. Honestly, personally, just me to you, that has been personally, I like when women do that. Not because I actually like it, but because it allows me to put them in the smash only category right. so much more easily. Smash the class. It yeah. is instant. Yeah. It is exactly. instant at that point. Because essentially, let's say a woman has a fifty thousand or a hundred thousand dollars in still alone. Let's just say fifty, right? Yeah. And she's and she you know the path she wants from you she's not gonna use she's not gonna be paying that off that means it falls onto you so what she's essentially saying is i'm i want you to be with i want to be with you and you can be with me but just understand you have to pay fifty thousand dollars up front because that's what that student loan debt is is yeah. the upfront she may not view it that way but as men who are cost benefit calculators that's how we view it if you're not paying this off i'm gonna pay it off so that means you come with a fifty thousand dollar upfront cost right compared to this other woman out here who's working at mcdonald's right bad deal right that's a yeah, bad it's a bad deal all around it's, it's a bad, bad deal all around. it's a no, liability you coming in as yeah. a liability definitely i completely i find it completely different however if she did go through college with a scholarship because if she's coming out with no debt that's something different that's right that's right. that's right yeah. yeah i agree all right okay so we can we both agree on that uh the ambition part so ambition is important because it allows her to do things and it gives her the mindset where she can work on problems but it's not necessarily important how much money she makes right right so the next question is how important is her beauty for me on the scale of one to ten it's it's a it's an eight Mm -hmm. to a degree it depends on the category now for me if i'm looking for like a childless woman to be like naturally beautiful i mean she doesn't need makeup lashes she doesn't need any of that i already Mm -hmm. know for me as a man even though a lot of women find me attractive i still know that comes with a price tag Mm -hmm. so for me honestly i'm only willing to pay so much because i know it's more cooperative women that are less attractive that are more feminine so it depends Mm -hmm. on the type of woman that i'm actually looking for but beauty matters to me like yeah eight out of eight eight out of ten like off the top got you got you and how would you say let's say in the terms of one to ten right how beautiful do you want your woman to be what's the scale eight you want her to be an eight all yeah right. because the more beautiful they are the more damaged the more problems possibly traumatized they are body count gotcha, gotcha. all that stuff okay so just so we're clear because uh usually an eight on the scale of one to ten tends to be the type of woman who can get signed as modeling contracts yeah. like eight to ten that's usually the models that's what you're looking for i've dated a couple yes you did in a couple of models. Yeah, okay, so you're yeah. definitely experienced in this realm. Okay. Oh, yeah, seriously, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, no, no problem, problem. Personally, yeah. I've yet to date a model. Not because yeah, I was engaged to one. 
Gotcha. You was engaged to one? Yes. Ooh, okay. It's so cool. how did that go? It, it went well. We just had, um, it, you know, it was like personal problems, you know, that we had with each other with, you know, past uh, situations. So. <laughs> ah, I got you. Got you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say. <laughs> got you. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, I completely understand. Um, so for me personally, so you want her to be, so on a scale of one to 10, you want an eight in beauty for your woman. And in terms of importance, beauty is an eight to you, right? Okay, so. Oh, you mean as far as importance? No, I'm sorry. No, as far as her looks is an eight. Yeah, uh-huh. as far as what about her, importance? Yeah, it's just, yeah, but like a five. Because like a five a, in importance. Yeah, because a woman can be beautiful, like I said, like an eight, but she could be damaged, scarred. Like it could be a lot wrong with her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they are attractive and they do have options, especially the type of woman that she may be. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely true. Yeah. Yeah. We have options. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I experienced that, bro. Like, I really haven't yeah. been with an Instagram model, all that stuff. I've been with two of those. Yeah, definitely. I've, I've had experience with Instagram models. Yes. However, when I said modeling, I meant more of a. No, no, no. Like, like Miss Syracuse. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I, I had one of those. Yeah, okay, okay. I was engaged to one, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, that's good. That's wonderful. That's wonderful indeed. <laughs> um, so, um, also curious. Uh, the next question here it is, is, well, first off, my side of things, uh, how important is her beauty? For me, her beauty is, how should I say this? Her beauty is important because I understand that I'm gonna need to be attracted to the woman I'm with before I even want to work through the hard times. It's one thing to want to work through hard problems if you love a woman and you want to be with her and only her. It's completely different if you're not even attracted to her at all, right? Right. Right. So I I have to be attracted for me, honestly. But I had said five, it's important, but like sometimes like I would dig down for cooperation though. Mm-hmm. So I can't like it's important, but I know like <laughs> I would have to make a sacrifice on, on a woman's look compared to the qualities within her that I would value. Got you, got you. you know, so okay. I may end up with a six or or a seven. You know, for the cooperation part, the submissiveness of femininity. I would sacrifice mm-hmm. the that one and eight and I will take a six or a seven any day. Okay, okay. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Right. Uh for me, I have no problem sacrificing beauty for cooperation. I think uh no matter how beautiful someone is, eventually you gotta deal with their character and if it's sometimes the beauty's not worth it. <laughs> right, right. I've been sometimes through a lot with the models. Like I'm serious, I had one like really a like seriously bro like <laughs> we friends on facebook right now you know yeah. what i mean yeah but uh the other than i tried a little instagram i know that's totally different that's just instagram but what i'm saying is that they, those two women too are just equally as beautiful but i know it's a different you know thing it's not like hey you know you're on national tv people are there looking at you you're wearing someone's you know clothing and stuff like that I know that's different, mm-hmm. but they could do it for like branding or sponsorship. But I know exactly what you mean. I dated actually one one model though. 
from got New York. You, got from, you. She's from New York. From your Eastern Europe or Western? No, no, she's from New York. New York or New York? Yeah, I'm sorry, my right here in New York. Yeah. All right, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. And you separated to the personal differences and yeah. the likes. Yeah, because yeah, I, I wanted to marry her, but she didn't want to change her husband's that she divorced last night. She wanted to keep it and have oh, my yeah. last name hyphenated, so I called it off. Oh hell no! <laughs> yeah, I would have been out. Yeah, no, I, I told her no. I'm not. I'm not doing that. So that's a major red flag. That's a major red yeah, flag. Yeah. Oh, because they were still best friends. Still, they had a kid together and everything. So it sounds like she was trying, uh, hoping for a spot back. If possible, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think you definitely made the the correct move there. That's definitely not something you you want. Right, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Never again, bro. Never again. Them beautiful women. I see them coming. I turn the other way. And I mean, they they gorgeous too, man. Like I had one hit me up the other day trying to seek some help from something that happened with her, probably her houses, because she she's in the modeling industry too. She was in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she got scammed up on her family selling her product. I don't know how they did it, but they like took almost everything from under her. Damn. So, because you know I have the legal background, but I'm like I, I can't deal with that right now. Like I'm doing like other stuff now. Like I don't have the time for that. Got you, got you. Yeah, that definitely. Unfortunately, that's definitely a thing. Uh, but all right. So, so we've talked a little bit about beauty as well. So let me bring that up here. And how would she, a woman, stand out from the rest for you specifically? Yes, chivalry. I would tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chivalry, femininity, and a, and a beautiful smile, man. Literally, no attitude, no aggressiveness, you know, no over the top behavior. Because a lot of women these days aren't friendly to, like, black women aren't friendly enough to black men unless they see you of value, you know. But other than that, chivalry. So, chivalry is how they would stand out. Yes, because it's very rare in our community in today's time. You know, a woman asks, hey, you know, can I take you out on a date versus when are you going to take me out? Like, it's for me, if that's what you're talking about. Yeah, Mm -hmm. chivalry, because that's one of the rare things that black men do not see from black women. If I could say that. Got you. Okay, okay. So you don't tend to see a lot in black women now. Is that just all your ex- your experience uh, specifically, or those of your peers as well as? No, those those are peers. You know, even when I'm out and about, like you can just see, like for example, a guy can just go to. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes part one of three of the podcast pertaining to the black man experience. Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate your time and thank you for listening. And oh yeah, hit the notification bell. Smash that like button and remember to subscribe, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time, y'all stay safe and be blessed.
Thank you.